the winner takes all. It's the thrill of one more kill, the last one to fall. We'll never sacrifice their will. Don't ever look back on the world closing in. Be on the attack with your wings on the win. All oh, the games will begin. And a sweet, sweet, sweet victory. Yeah. And a sweet, sweet, sweet victory. Mr. Party Pants is in full effect today. Doing a midday podcast, as you can tell, and I'm jacked up, baby. I'm jacked up. Oh, got a headache from last night, and I keep firing it back up. Your boy, Chester Witwicky, coming at you. Episode 41. I don't know how to say 41. Episode 41 of Tremendous Opinions Podcast, son. And your boy. Still got on his party pants, baby. Not washing them. Your boy was at the UNC Duke game last night, as I said on the podcast last week. And it was the best day ever. Oh, I'm about to have like an anxiety attack talking about it. To someone that doesn't understand basketball or didn't grow up in this. Let me just break it down with this podcast for you. I'm going to stick on my notes so I don't get sidetracked. And if you're on the audio-only platform, I suggest going to YouTube for this one because I'm going to have a ton of cuts and visuals in this one. So, yesterday, last night, is the last regular season game of my buddy Brady Mannix's college basketball career. Bittersweet but more sweet than bitter because those boys, like I said last week, went into Cameron Indoor and dropped those boys off. You hear me, son? Oh, my voice almost squeaked a couple times singing Sweet Victory because I'm as hoarse as could get, dude. I was singing Blake Shelton, God's Country on the way home last night and squeaked a few times. Your boy showed up yesterday solo, and I had to walk like a mile and a half to get in there. And there's only about 20 Tar Heel fans at this place, so I'm just getting side eyes, and people are just scowling at me the whole way because I had a big Brady Manic shirt on and had my party pants. You can't miss Chester Witwicky. I'm showing up with the business, ready to go, ready for whatever, baby. I show up solo walk into Cameron Indoor, and it was a hassle to get in, dude. They just, I think they set it up to irritate the visiting team. I know that they do that. So I finally get inside, and I find my seat. The rest of the game day fam's already there. And, dude, I'm sweaty already, just sitting there singing a song, thinking about this. I get to my seat, and it's the best seat in the house. 
People were paying five grand to get in the door. And I had the best seat in the house. Dude, I can't even say thank you enough to Brady and them for this experience. But dude, I'm going to just spare you all that and just tell you the story of what happened. My recollection of what happened last night. I get to my seat and I almost have a heart attack because we're touching the floor. I immediately know I can't say anything crazy like normal, and I didn't. I did a great job. The rest of the game day crew, I'm not so sure, dude. I'll get to that later. Dude, I'm in my seat, and I'm starting to look around, and here they come. I knew some celebs would be there. I expected, like, Obama or Jay-Z or something. No Obama, but I looked over, and I see... A big old Bowie coming down the tunnel, and it turned out to be old Dirk Nowitzki. Apparently, as you can see, that's Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> Dirk Nowitzki. He was over there watching his twin play, old Big Blender, and Blender put on the show, baby. Starting in the first half, he hit a three, and he didn't stop. He didn't get subbed out one time. He was a tired big boy at the end of that game. But he played with heart, dude. Okay, celebs. I look around. They show Adam Silver, who's the commissioner of the NBA, sitting next to Jerry Seinfeld, who probably is the creator of the most successful sitcom in history. And he had a net or has a net worth of $900 million. Whatever, dude. Jerry Seinfeld's in there. I get tapped on the shoulder and they tell me to look up. It's Kyler Murray, quarterback of the Cardinals for I don't know how long, but currently quarterback for the Cardinals. Kim Jung off the hangovers over there. I expected to see him, but uh, Terrell Owens, there's just a million people in there. Uh, the Duke players showed up. A hundred ex-Duke players showed up for Coach K's last home game. And guys that I grew up despising, J.J. Redick, John Shire, Greg Paulus, Nolan Smith. If you're not a Duke or UNC fan, you probably have no idea who these names are. They're just individuals that make your skin crawl. I just can't stand to look at these guys. And there they are, all piled up together in one place. And with my seats, I could have reached out and, and touched a few of them. I could have touched J.J. Redick or, or Mike Dunleavy. Dude. So, they do a big ceremony for Coach K at the uh, beginning, just with all his old players. And sure enough the game starts uh, player intros were amazing at Cameron Indoor instead of uh, doing UNC's jump around their version of that is uh, every time I touch I get the feeling and every time we <laughs> dude it's like kids bop 12 or something I don't know why did they decide to do that song Every time we touch, I get this feeling. Dude! 
I swear I can fly. <laughs> the worst song in the world. But their fans are going after it. And, dude, the layup lines were sick. I have a video I'll show you. It's uh, T-Pain. All I did was win with Brady in the back, dude. And knowing what was about to happen next, it couldn't be more perfect. Brady's defense was great all night, dude. He hit threes. Carolina as a team just took Duke to the woodshed. And I knew it. I was, I think, the one of the only people in the world that had belief. I knew it a month ago that this was going to happen. Took him to the woodshed in front of all those alums, in front of Ken Jong, Dirk Nowitzki. Apparently, as you can see, that's Dirk Nowitzki. Amazing, dude. I'm going to put as many pictures and cuts in this as I can and try to stick on my notes because this is so much stuff to go over. The event staff. There was probably a thousand event staff in that place. Just meant to be a pain. The first lady kept on telling us to put our mask on. When you look up and across the court, there's a huge student section. Not one of them has a mask. And that started to get us all fired up. And then this other old boy, about five minutes into the game, this old employee of the month comes over there wanting to check our tickets to make sure that we're in our seats. And dude, he started with the wrong one. I was in a great mood. I didn't yell at nobody last night. He started with uh, old Tanya. And Tanya wasn't having none of it. She about picked that old boy up by his collar and threw him out in the tunnel. We were so fired up just from the event staff that we let Duke hear it. The game day crew that I was with didn't come to mess around. Kerry had his good luck Bass Pro hoodie on, and I had my party pants. Dude, we're not messing around. We're in enemy territory, and we mean it. That event staff. Dude, had us on fire. Carrie and Craig, I put up a thing on Instagram with DMX music. X gonna give it to you. He gonna give it to you. <laughs> Dude. Carrie and, Craig, Carrie and Craig, ready to go. They don't care if Jake Paul wanted to fight. They're ready to go. And that fired me up too, son. <sighs> with the game in grasp, at the end with about three minutes left or two and a half minutes Brady hits a three puts us up eight or nine and the game is definitely in grasp we're starting to see it the Duke fans are starting to settle down and not make as much noise and that makes us get louder so people can hear us now so Craig is just going off dude they're telling people to look at the scoreboard and you know I can't hear you to the student section and people, you see people crying. There's grown men crying at this basketball game. I knew I was going to cry, but actually I, I didn't. I was crying inside my soul because I was so happy. 
And I still am in like a state of shock and disbelief. Not that we won, but that I was there. And, oh, man. This makes me believe that this is all a simulation. None of this really happened. This is all fake, dude. The trash talk intensified with myself and the game day squad. And the final buzzer sounds. Brady is jumping up and down and he's starting to cry. And it's so beautiful, man. He goes and hugs his dad and his uncle and his aunt. Gives me a freaking high five. And the coaches start shaking hands. One of the assistant coaches for Duke snubbed Hubert Smith. Or Hubert Smith. I'm getting them mixed up with Nolan Smith. I'm so fired up about Nolan. Hubert Davis got snubbed by one of the coaches shaking hands in the line. Which, dude... You just don't do that. If Hubert Davis could stick his hand out and shake Coach K's germ-ridden, wrinkled-up, nasty, wart-infested hands, then you could shake Hubert's hand, you freaking creep. Oh, that got me fired up. So after they botch shaking hands, Nolan Smith, an ex-basketball player that I never was fond of, is an assistant coach currently. And he's walking across the court, giving us all the evil eye. Like only he can. He got these little beady eyes that just look like he's possessed. He needs one of those uh, things off the exorcism. One of those priests to come in and get that out of him. Little beady eyes was looking over there at us. And we started talking to him. And... He lowered his mask and took a step forward and started talking. Dude, that was a mistake. He fired about 50 people up, and they're all yelling and cussing at him now, son. Old Nolan Smith. He had uh, made a vital mistake. He didn't sleep last night. I know he saw our faces last night, just sitting there looking at the wall. Oh. Ruined Coach K's night. That's going around in circulation on comments and all that. A lot of people are saying that that is the greatest win, greatest regular season win in program history. And for Brady to be the one to put the nail in the coffin, hit that three, and play defense against their best guy all night, it is like a simulation, dude. This couldn't happen to a better dude I'm so happy for the big blender and his family and really all the Tar Heel people I've grown to to know and love over this last year this podcast may be boring to some people but to me last night was the best day of my life and something I'll reminisce and think about until I pass away oh man Coach K had planned the ceremony, like his thank you speech and goodbye speech and all that for after the game. He planned it for after the game because he was 100% sure that they were going to beat Carolina. He didn't even think about it. If it was a possibility of loss, he wouldn't have, have done it and structured it the way that he did. He was cocky, out of pocket, and got what was coming to him. 
Those people picked old Brady up and carried him out of there, dude. I have a vote for Manic shirt for 2024 that I made like a year ago. There's a chance that he could be the mayor of Chapel Hill for real. <laughs> He's not ever going to pay for a drink, a hot dog, whatever he wants. He already has all the Salvio's pizza that he wants. Oh, my God. I... <laughs> okay, I didn't bring this up yet. So, during the layup lines and stuff, I'm looking around, looking for celebs, seeing if I could see Obama or whatever. And I feel, you know like how Dave Chappelle said you could feel Rick James's aura? Like it's like a glow around him? I got that feeling. I was like, whoa, like something just happened. The atmosphere changed. Someone's in here. I turn around and there he is, baby. There he is. Trusty old sea caucus. My favorite ref east of the Mississippi. Sea caucus, you're my boy, Blue. You know that? I've been laughing and making fun of sea caucus all year, and just recently I've had a change of heart over the past two games. I hadn't yelled at him. I've let him know that he's the man, and I like his haircut. I said it real loud. I like your haircut! <laughs> I think he knows who I am now because he gave me a thumbs up like when he walked by me. He knew, he saw me filming him. Seacaucus, <laughs> you're the man, baby. That bank job laying down in the weeds in Seacaucus. Pleasure to see him last night. I didn't think I'd see him again this year. So... After we got done yelling at Nolan Smith and getting into that verbal altercation, the crusty event staff comes over there and ushers us through an El Chapo tunnel, takes us down and up and around to some side uh, lobby where we got to sit there and wait for the players to come out. And we go outside. There's the game day crew set up. Like, not my game day crew, like the squad. It's... I don't know if it was Jay Billis or whoever was talking up there. And it's live TV. They're right there, like outside the, the door. I have my party pants on and my manic merch. I'm going to go blast it on freaking national television. Who knows how many people are watching that? There's millions of people watching that after the biggest game and questionably the biggest regular season game in college basketball history. There's going to be freaking 20 million people watching that. I sneak my way up there, dude, in my party pantalones. And I just sit there. I I did it perfect, dude. I had cameos all over the place. On ESPN, freaking ACC Insider or whatever, the uh, Instagram, UNC Basketball, Instagram, Sean May. Your boy Chester Witwicky was in there deep, son. And it's that, that's the light of my freaking life. My buddy, a great friend of mine, beat Coach K on his night. I almost said I'm at a loss of words, but obviously not. I'm like freaking 20 minutes into a podcast about it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 
So thank you, Brady. I can't pay you back. There's nothing I could do. I don't know how I'm going to try, but I'll figure something out. Cameos of Chester Witwicky everywhere, baby. <laughs> so beautiful to see the boys. And Dewey. Dewey's my guy. He like he was giving me fist bumps the whole time. And to see him flexing and yelling, dude, it just does me some good, man. I was up till 4 in the morning last night. Just tickled pink. I was ecstatic all night. I hit Franklin Street solo after the, you know, we walked to our car and I didn't get beat up and thrown into the weeds. I made it to the car, got to Franklin Street, found a good parking spot by a miracle, and there I am, just in the thick of a parade. There's just a million drunk people out there just high-fiving, and there's a little old lady she had a little pink Tar Heel shirt on and she was blistered dude she was drip and if her husband wasn't walking with her she would have just ran smack into a, a telephone pole or stove up on one of those parking meters dude she was in no shape little old lady I could have just picked her up and jumped up and down with her dude she was cool made a bunch of friends on Franklin Posted a million things on Instagram. I'm a moron. But I, I couldn't hold back. Like I said, greatest night of my life. The big blender blended Cameron Indoor. Mmm. What a beauty. So thank you to the game day squad. You know who you are. We were yelling at Nolan Smith. Duke. Sucks, cheese, and always will. Oh, what a great day to be a Tar Heel. Wow. And a sweet, sweet victory. Go on to fanjoy.com slash, or dot co, not dot com. Fanjoy.co slash Brady Manic. Rep the gear. Rep the brand. The buddy deserves it. Going into March Madness. Tomorrow, I'm leaving for Georgia. Going to film a podcast, Boomstick Madness, with my boys down there in the South Georgia area. We're going to get after it, dude. Jump up and down. Cheer the big boy on. And I'm trying to see him in the uh, in the tourney. I'm trying to go to something. I'm going to see him again. Play ball in person before it's all over. But man ecstatic I couldn't be more pumped a friend of the podcast just drop that man off he was guarding Paolo all night hey alright last thing and I'll get off of here cause I got a bunch of editing to do dude carry at the end of the game all the Duke fans were quiet they know they lost and they're on our end and Carrie said hey <laughs> He said, hey, Paolo. And Paolo goes like that, looks over there. He said, keep shooting. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Brady played great defense all night. Shut down Paolo. Carrie told him to keep shooting, dude. Best night of my life. I'm still in my party pants. I'm not going to wash them.
I'm gonna probably frame them, put them somewhere, which is a shame because these shouldn't uh, be put up. These should be worn. Uh, but yeah, these deserve to be put in like the Smithsonian Museum or something, or the UNC Basketball Museum after that. That was amazing. If you watch my nonsense and ramblings, thank you very much. And uh, that's it. That's all I got. So I'll just hit you with a... And a sweet, sweet, sweet victory. Yeah. And it's all for the taking. And it's all for the fight. And a sweet, sweet, sweet victory. Yeah.